Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Choosing Happiness podcast. My name is Caitlin, and I'm your host. And this is a podcast where I interview those in my life who have inspired me and reminded me and just helped me remember that happiness is a choice despite the hard times that we go through. And no matter what life gives us, that we can be able to get up when we fall down and be able to choose to be happy. And this week, I was able to sit down with my friend Holly. I've known Holly for... Um, a year and a half now, and she is just so cute. She's so kind and so loving, and she's very genuine. And I chose to sit down with her because she recently started, I guess not recently, but she has a blog, and it's called The Best You, and she'll talk more about it um, in the episode. But I really just love the platform that she created of being the best you you can be because that's really the most important thing that we can do and yeah so i'm just not gonna share too much about it and i'll just let her get to it and yeah here's the episode enjoy hello everyone and let's say uh hello to our guest this week her name is holly hey you guys and you can just introduce yourself like where you're from all that jazz okay so my name is holly and i am from a place called south lake texas it's like a suburb of dallas and i just graduated from ubu and i got my bachelor's in marketing and now i'm working at goldman sachs as a um savings specialist Oh, I feel like that has nothing to do with marketing. It does not. <laughs> Literally zero. But, you know, it's a job. Yeah. So. There you go. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, I love it, honestly. I feel like the most, um, I didn't realize this going into it. I just kind of was like, oh, okay, like, we'll see how this goes. And I came in, and it's just the people there really make it worthwhile. I mean, the work is kind of... It's okay, but then the people make it worthwhile, and they have this kind of um, motto or mantra or whatever with the whole business, and it's you're always competing against the person next to you, but the way to compete is to bring each other up, which I think is really cool, and it's not about like tearing each other down, and I think that's part of the reason that they have such a strong brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like that. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, a few more introductory questions. Describe yourself in three words. Ooh, I would say, I feel like I'm like getting, I have my top three for like interviews, like business interviews. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can, but probably not. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my normal just friend again. I would say, um, I'm very outgoing. Yes. I love to meet people and I love to um, get to know everyone that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I'm also very humorous in that I like humor. I think without humor, life would be very boring, uh-huh. for sure. And then I'd also say I'm hard work. I think I'm very hardworking, and I think that without feeling like you're motivated to do something in life, there's not really much um, desire to want to do things at all. Yeah, I like this. Do you have a favorite or most used emoji? Ooh, yes. Laughing face, laughing face, laughing face. I, like, use that one way too much, but, you know, I don't, I actually don't think that there's, there's too much you can do, but definitely laughing face. Awesome. And then, do you have any life models and mantras that you live by? 
That's a good question. I have a lot. Um, I think that, I mean, I have like my little quote. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. Pull up some of my favorite quotes. Um, these are some I even have on my blog, but they were just really, really cool quotes that, um, that I liked to use. Um, one of them is, I think it's time we stop caring so much about what others think and rather focus that attention on what we think of ourselves. Um, I think growing up, I've always cared, like, oh, what does this person think? And even seeing, trying to find my worth in other people and trying to, I mean, whether it was a person I met or a leader or a boy I was dating, I was trying to find my worth through that person and I don't, and I know it's, it's, I guess, it made me realize why, like, why am I trying to do this? What is my reason for this? And discovering that and trying to grow on that helped me realize who I am and who I want to become. And I think it's just human nature to kind of yeah. just care about what people think. Honestly, yeah, of course. Like, I still obviously do it, not to that extent, but um, I think it's just important to remember that the people in life that care about you and respect you and support you could care less if you did the stupidest thing on the world. Like, they they love you no matter what. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's something that I always need to remember and try to encourage others to do as well. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And speaking of which, do you want to just tell everyone, like, your platform and the blog that you have created? And yeah, just tell us all about it. Yeah, I would love to. So my blog's called The Best You. Com, and it's really encouraging. It started out just encouraging women, um, but then I was like, what the heck? Men can use this too. So it's encouraging both uh, men and women to really love themselves from within and and not just to love yourself, um, give yourself like extra love today, but really focusing on the root of where that is stemming from. And mm -hmm. um, from some, it might come, they might not love themselves because as a child, they never got enough attention or they don't love themselves because they constantly think someone else is better than them or I mean there's so many different things and, and we all struggle with different things and so I think my main goal was to help women um, and men I keep saying women yeah, yeah, I mean men too we love men <laughs> to really love themselves because I know what it feels like to not honestly mm -hmm. I know what it feels like to be down and depressed in life and and I and because of the things that I've been through, I've realized I've been able to help my friends, which is awesome. And by doing so, they've always told me, oh, my gosh, that's such great advice. I wish everyone could hear that. And so after a while of hearing that, I decided to start this blog so I could really help other people, not just the close friends around me. That's awesome. So how did it just start? Like, what is like, your process and like, how do you continue doing it? Good question. So my process is kind of wacky. I kind of just write down what I'm feeling in the moment. Um, I've been kind of not as on top of it lately, just starting a new job and everything. But um, in the beginning, it was actually a school project. And my okay. teacher was like, oh, and either you can start a blog or you can do this. And he gave us some options. And I always wanted to start a blog in between my that prompting of the teacher and my friend saying, hey, you should tell more people about this. I decided to have that be my push to start a blog. So it started there, and then it kind of just got bigger, and I just 
kept blogging and um, after the assignment it was obviously done and it just honestly came in different moments. I would think of some things maybe in the middle of the day and just jot it down on my notes on my phone and then um, come home later that night and just type about it. And, and I can tell you there's not been one thing other than the cooking and the style, but when it comes to like um, self-help, there hasn't been one thing in there that I've written that doesn't, um, that doesn't stem from me struggling mm -hmm. because I wouldn't have found any of that out if I didn't struggle and had a way to find that out. So, yeah, that's awesome. Have you always been one to like, like to, I don't know, express yourself through writing? You know, actually I haven't. I've, I've loved writing, um, Throughout my whole life, I felt like writing came naturally to me, and mm -hmm. um, rather than like math or mm -hmm. whatever uh, science or anything. But I I found that the like I express myself the most verbally mm -hmm. to people. But lately, the writing has just been such a huge relief, even for me to remind myself. So I can be typing these things and be thinking, Oh my gosh, well. I'm not even applying that in yeah. my own life. I need to start applying that. So I definitely think that um, it has become more and more as I do. That's awesome. That's so cool. I love it. And so you started basically just like writing self-help, but then you got into like style and like, health as well. Mm -hmm. What yeah. made you like want to add those two? Well, I'm very, um, I guess I'm very, I don't know, I'm, I have a girly side to me, and I love fashion, and I think it's just really fun, and I even have a girl that partnered with me who has a boutique, so that was fun to the whole girl, yeah, so I wanted to kind of make it all around, so people could go on there, and this is why it started with women, because I wanted to show you can be outwardly beautiful and inwardly beautiful, um, and and so that was kind of more the outward mm -hmm. phase of it. And then the fitness, um, I've always been track in cross country through high school. I love sports. I love just honestly working out. My family's really, really into working out and being physically fit. And so, um, that's kind of just always been with me, just like, yeah, loving fitness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a gym rat, like, <laughs> but I do love fitness. Yeah. And so yeah, that's my reason as well. That's awesome. Do you see it expanding to like maybe like work one day? Or I guess do you have any end goals or just kind of going as it, as it goes? Yeah, I would definitely say I'm going as where the wind takes me, as cheesy as that may sound. But I, I think right now my main goal is to not necessarily make a living off of it, but to help people and to be able to, um, express my not only words of encouragement but empathy towards people that have been going through the same thing that I went through or even just need to pick me up from the day and I think that um you know I don't I don't see it as a career but I see it as more of something I could do on the side of my career to yeah. help uplift others yeah I love that it's so great well yeah. thank you for sharing a little bit that's yeah. so awesome okay so how would you define happiness? Good question. I would define happiness as having other people in your life and loving yourself as well. So I think there's two aspects in my opinion to it. I think it's loving yourself 
and with loving yourself, um, being close to a higher being, or, you know, in my case, it's the Lord, but whoever, whatever religion you practice, mm-hmm. being close to that higher being, and that will enable you to be able to love yourself even more, too, because you know where your worth is coming from and where it's coming from. And I think that brings you so much happiness to know that it's there's more than yeah. just right now. And then the second thing would be people, because I think that um, the people you surround yourself with, I mean, what's life without people, you know? And yeah. so I think that even just having family and close friends and not saying you need to have a ton of people, yeah. but just even those close people nearby to be able to make you not necessarily that you can't be happy by yourself, but encourage you to um, bring out that happiness Mm -hmm. on the day you're not able to bring it out. No, I love that. Would you say that knowing your worth has to come first before having the other people in your life? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And there's even a, there's even a quote or something along those lines of, you know, I'm sure there's so many quotes. Like, there's a saying out there saying, just one, just one. <laughs> no, but I think that it's it's like you can you can try all you want, and and I think that's what I did. I know that's what I did. I I went out there. I remember myself as a high schooler, and I I would seek my worth from boys, and they wouldn't give it to me. They were in high school. They didn't even know what they were even doing in life themselves, yeah. and. I was seeking it from all these people that could honestly care less. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's on them, but at the end of the day, I'm the responsible one. I'm the responsible one to be able to love myself. No one else is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not their fault. It's just what it is. And and I think even going on with like a relationship, um, I always love the quote, there's no one that should ever complete you, but compliment you. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So so wise. <laughs> okay, speaking about happiness, what are some things in your life that make you happy? And they can be like the ocean. Yes. It makes me so happy and I'm actually having a draw, but it's fine. I'm watching like um Soul Surfer and the cheesy mermaid movie H2O that you should probably stop watching every time. But it's still watching. <laughs> it came out when we were like 14, so yeah, we didn't get that opportunity. Yeah. Yes. So I would definitely say the ocean. Um, another aspect that makes me happy, but going along with the ocean. I lived in Hawaii. No, sorry, I can't do it. Yeah. But I lived in Hawaii for two years for my associate with you in Hawaii. And I love the ocean so much and it makes me so happy, but I wasn't with the right people. And my family wasn't there. I felt lonely. And because of that, it taught me so much that it's really not the place. It's the people. Mm -hmm. And as much as the ocean makes me happy, I have to say it makes me happy when I am also nearby to have, like, people going along with the whole thing I said earlier about um, people. So love the ocean, but I know that just ocean alone can't just make me happy. Yeah. Please can't just make me happy. Yeah. I love that. Do you have any other things that make you happy? Yes. <laughs> Just the ocean. Yes. But it can't make me happy. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm really miserable. <laughs> no. I would say um, the gospel, for sure. The gospel makes me so happy. And it's it's really um, clear that Satan wants to twist it and make us seem like, oh, no one's following the teachings right now, or no one's doing this right, or... And I think that just staying in what you know and going back to, like, the miracles that have happened, um, you can be reassured 
Um, but going along with that, the gospel definitely makes me very happy. My family makes yeah. me happy. Um, my friends make me happy. And success makes me happy. Um, and I think that's kind of also human nature. And mm-hmm. I think in a well-balanced environment, that can be a good thing. Obviously, if I'm just seeking success all the time, yeah. then that's obviously not the healthiest, but definitely makes me happy when I succeed and, and do well, even in my job and stuff. So, so yeah, those are some things. And I'm sure I, there's a lot of stuff that makes me happy. Chocolate makes me very happy. <laughs> very happy. Awesome. No, I love those. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you turn to, well, speaking of happiness, what do you turn to in the part times or trials that you've gone through? My dad is one of my, the first people. I texted Yes, yeah, yeah, like he is my, I'm definitely a daddy's girl. He is my, one of my best friends ever. And he just really emulates the love that Heavenly Father has for me. And I know between my, my, um, father here and my father in heaven and I really turn to those two people the very most um, because I trust them. At the end of the day, I trust their judgment and I trust they know what's best for me. Um, but then I also have to know that I have to trust myself as well going along with that because mm-hmm. you can't just always just rely on them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that. How did you like create this like relationship with your dad? Honestly, I feel like from a young age, he just really made it clear to us that we are a priority in his life. I have two sisters, and he, he's, um, he's, he's always busy with work and stuff, but he doesn't let that overpower his ability to make us feel special and spend quality time with us. And we had daddy daughters growing up just once a year, and we also have PPIs. Every month, well, when I lived there, and we would just sit down and talk about how life was. And I think just, like, him being willing to talk to me. I mean, growing up, I told him about all the boys that I ever liked, that I ever kissed. <laughs> Honestly, probably too much that he didn't even want to know. But I told him because he was my best friend. And some might think that's totally weird. Um, but then they meet my dad, and they understand that. It's just, I think, because I confided in him, um, that built a trusting relationship. That's so awesome. Um, what questions? <laughs> so many. I know. What is your favorite way to get out of a bad mood? Ooh, a run. I go on the longest, hardest, like, I put on these songs on my um, phone that are, like, literally hardcore running songs that I'm just like, I'm so mad, like, get me out of this mood, and I just run for a long time and just listen to the music, and it kind of just calms me down, and if I'm not calmed after that, I keep running, I guess, I don't know, like, um, I run a marathon. yeah, one marathon later, still business, <laughs> but I definitely say running, and it's hard. I would want to say um, praying, but I, I'm sometimes just, I just need to get out of my system for me to be able to even talk to anyone. Usually I don't like to talk to many people because I'll like blow up. Yeah. <laughs> so I just run. Yeah, awesome. Thanks. 
Have you always, like, has that always been like a coping mechanism? Yes, definitely. I am. I started running when I was younger in middle school. I used to do cheer, and then I was like, I'm going to do running. And everyone's like, oh, gosh, this cheerleader's going to do running. She's going to suck. And then I ended up doing it for my whole career. Yeah, not career. I mean, my whole life. And now I'm a track star. Yes. (laughs) Literally, you're just going to go mentally. Yeah, I would do my whole life. For sure. That's cool. Um. Why or how have, like, you chosen to, like, stay happy throughout the trials and hard times that you've gone through in your life? Hmm. I think there have been a lot of times, like, just being real with you, that I've been like, what's the point? Like, I don't understand. Not like, anyways, it's just, you know, kind of like, I don't, like, there's no reason for me to be happy in life right now. And I get, I would get stuck in that stubborn way of being like, oh, it's not, like, there's nothing. And then I think what made me get out of that little funk was realizing the things I'm grateful for. And it's so true. Like, you know, there's things that say when you're grateful, you're less depressed, you're more happy. And really just thinking about the things, my family and the gospel and think about even the little baby things that I'm grateful for, um, shelter, food. And it makes me realize, okay, this isn't that big of a deal that I can't get an A in this class or whatever the thing is. Um or even if it's deeper. So just a few things I'm grateful for for sure. That's awesome. I totally relate to that because it's so interesting how service and gratitude can like get you out of yourself like nothing else. Um I'm working with like a health coach right now and she was like, before you eat, like I want you to pray. And she's like, I know you probably get ideas. But when you pray, I really want you to express gratitude. Like if you're eating a hamburger like say, I'm grateful for the cows that sacrifice their life that I can eat. I'm grateful for the cows that produce these cheese, the farmers that harvested like the lettuce and the tomatoes and the people that yeah. work to create like the bread. I was like, yeah, oh my gosh. yeah. I was like, it's You're only been, I know, it's only been a few days, and I like haven't been the best at it. But I'm like, wow, like, there's so much. And so like, thanks God for this food. <laughs> like we all do that, and like True. we are grateful for it. But like, there's a lot that goes behind the food as well. True. Yeah, and so. I was like, in something that I've been trying to get through better at. And I'm like, wow, like, yeah. there's like so much, and there's like so many people that have like worked to get you like your hamburger. Seriously, seriously, that's such a good way to think about it too. I mean, exactly, going along, tiny little things. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing that too. That's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> Everybody should do it. <laughs> Everyone's like saying the longest prayers now. <laughs> so funny. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, we're going to ask you this question even though you did not study finance, but you're doing it now. Yeah. If you had to create a happiness formula, what would it look like? Ooh, happiness formula. It is Okay. I was like, plus, minus, divide, <laughs> multiply. I would say, hmm, I would say, honestly, sorry, I've got to think about this because this is no, this is big. It's a formula. Um, <laughs> that's one thing I do edit out is the long silence. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Silence. Starting now. Um, I have them. Okay. So, they would be, um, the first one would be service. And my cute, um, friend slash roommate Alex just gave a talk on service. And she's like thinking in there that we, we've all heard before, but it's something that really, um, is so true. 
that when you are serving others and you lose yourself in the service of others, you can find yourself a lot of times and if you're going through hard things. And so I think even if you're not going through hard things, there's never it can never hurt you to serve others. And I think that's something that creates so much happiness. So that would be the first step. So service plus um hard work. I think even in the scriptures it says you know, men are built to work. Mm-hmm. We're meant to work. And and when I go on vacations, it's so nice. But even living in Hawaii and not really doing much, I mean, other than school, but I still wasn't, I was just like, whatever. Yeah. I felt like I got into like a, oh, like, what even is my role here? I'm not even working on anything. I'm not helping anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we kind of fight um doing things in a way like oh I have to go to work today oh I have to do this oh I'm so busy and we get like mad that we're so busy but then when we have nothing to do we're like I'm so bored and and it's never really a happy medium and so I think that in moderation not even in moderation just in balance um hard work everyone needs a break and everything but I think hard work is very important um to happiness to be able to feel purposeful I love that thanks yeah a few seconds. So service plus hard work plus um, love mm. equals happiness. And I think it can be so easy to be prideful and not want to um, be able to just be vulnerable and and see people for the way the Lord sees them. Mm. Because I think some of the time we get so wrapped into um oh, I'm this, I'm that. And like, even if you're doing so well in life and then you get that pride and then you look at someone who might be different than you and and think, oh my gosh, like poor them. They're not doing this right. And it's like, wait a second, that's not, that's just hindering you. And we all know that when you're not nice to people, you know, it's, it comes back on you. But it's it's so true that when you're, and, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, no one's perfect yeah. at it, but it's, it's that constant reminder in your head to be able to say, hey, I love everyone, even if you're um, different, even if you're, like, even if you're someone that, like, is totally in jail and doing a really bad thing, but yeah. you love them because they're a center daughter of God. And I think that, um, yeah, love is just really important, not just with your family and friends, but with everyone you come in contact with to be able to treat them as so yeah wow i love that this is why you're in the finance section of (laughs) (laughs) but no i love that and i love that you included hard work because i don't think that's one that like many people would like i have to work hard and to have happiness but it's like no you do you have to work hard to have happiness in your life and it's not even necessarily like working hard towards happiness it's just like working hard like you said because it gives you a purpose Mm-hmm. And I think that goes along as well with service. Like serving others gives you a purpose because like you're able to help them. So I really like that. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's so great. Okay, few other questions. Just kidding. I'm not gonna ask all these. <laughs> There's a long list. I'll just listen. Okay. Are you happy as you thought you'd be when you imagined life as an adult? Wow, that is deep. That is so deep. Okay, to be real, when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to get married when I'm 20. I'm going to live in a beach house 
well, we're going to struggle first, and it'll be super cute, we'll, like, paint the rooms together, then we'll live in a beach house, then we'll have kids, and <laughs> I'm like, oh, cute, Holly, like, that was, that's cute, but I think my life is so different now than I ever thought it would be, yet I'm so much happier than when I was a younger, not child, because you're always happy, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> but then when I was in my younger times, uh-huh. and it's kind of crazy how different yeah. I I would have never thought. I, first of all, growing up, I thought, oh, I would never live in Utah ever. And now I'm in Utah. I've been living here for two years now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I think that my life, to get back to your question. No, you're fine. I love Tim. <laughs> I would say that it's, it's not necessarily better or worse, but it's it's better than I expected. Mm-hmm. But if I looked at it when I was younger, I might be like, oh, wait, this didn't happen, this didn't happen. And now that I'm older and I understand why different things happened, I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful that I was able to come here to Utah. I'm so grateful that I'm... I'm not gonna say I'm grateful. I'm kind. Of, I'm pretty grateful I'm not married yet because I've been able to be able to work on myself so much more, so that when I do find that person, I'm in the right place to be able to not be struggling with myself, so that I can be able to be able to be stable and take care of them and take care of our family. And I think that if I were to get married when I was 19, that wouldn't be possible. I would still be trying to. I mean, we're always trying to you know, work on ourselves, but. I wasn't in the best place when I was 19, and so I think I just know I'm so grateful, and it's definitely different, but it's it's good. Yeah, yeah. No, I like what you said. How right now you're grateful, like how life has turned out, because like you are very happy. But if you like were younger and you're looking forward, and you're like, what the heck? No, I want life yeah. to be. It's so funny how perspective changes. Seriously, yeah, yeah, it really is. Perspectives, taste buds, <laughs> literally, <laughs> hearing, eyesight. Kids can run like so fast and so far, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, for real, so walking up the steps. Oh, I'm literally <laughs> Okay, just a few more questions. Yeah. Um, what is like your biggest influence of happiness right now, or like what inspires you in life? Mm. Inspires me. Women that are successful, that have a family, that are good mothers, are people that inspire me. I think that I know all my life I've always wanted to be a mother, and um, it's something very important to me, but I also wanted to be able to be successful at the same time. And um, and so I think even, I just read the book, Girl, Wash Your Face mm-hmm. by Rachel Hollis, and I really loved her aspect that you can still be a mother and um, do have a career at the same time. And I'll probably want to be a stay-at-home mom, but after that, still still do a career for my house and stuff. Yeah. And, um, and so really, really those people like Rachel Hollis and female um, influencers that are where I want to be. I love that. That's awesome. Women Empowerment. Yes, 2019. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, last question. Well, I guess this yeah. is another question. 
But do you have any other like pieces of advice that you want to share, or any other insights you've gained, or do you want to just give up yeah. the first verbal? <laughs> For real, I just want to say that. Um, for all those who are listening, who feel like there have been times, or even right now, that you feel like you are alone, or that there's no one for you, or that you're weird. Emphasize on weird. I thought I was weird my whole life growing up. Literally, I um, I I always thought there was something wrong with me. I'm like, oh, there's I'm just too this or too that, and it's it came down to not being so hard on yourself. And I would just tell you to love yourself and love the skin you're in you're not weird you are worthy you have worth I don't care if you did the worst thing possible you could ever imagine I really don't care you still have worth I'm sorry you still have worth so um just making sure that you always remember that and don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise whether it's a boyfriend a girlfriend a family member um know that it all lies within you and you have the power to be able to do whatever your goals are and it's not up to anybody else it's up to you at the end of the day and it's up to you what kind of an attitude you will have and the kind of attitude that you will bring to the table when you go for your goals and so um yeah just love yourself and and remember that that if anyone tries to get in your way or stop you then that's about them. That's not about you. And um, there's nothing ever, ever wrong with you. And you are enough. And then you're like, wow, thank you. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Everyone's crying. <laughs> tears. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for taking time to be able to record this episode. I really yeah, appreciate it. This you're is so fun. <laughs> yes, and this is so cool that you're doing this. Honestly, like, I, I can't even imagine the kinds of Lives are changing, so oh, this thank is really you. cool. We're doing the same. Oh, okay. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Okay, so I just want to share a quote that when I was reflecting on Holly's podcast that I thought of, and it says, "You can always tell who the strong women are. They are the ones you see building one another up instead of tearing each other down." And I mean, you can replace women with men or just people in general. And I really feel like Holly is a good example of that. She is trying to build up a community of people that love themselves and and in the meantime she's not tearing anyone down while doing it and I feel like that is a really good reminder for us in our lives that we can learn to build each other up instead of tearing each other down because the world does enough of that and I hope you all enjoyed this episode and I hope you all have a wonderful wonderful week and that you're enjoying this springtimey weather before summer really hits anyways see y'all next week bye